Welcome to the University of Wyoming Today. On this program, you'll hear about what's making the news and about the people and events at UW. You'll also learn about some of the leading research that's taking place at one of the region's top universities. And now, here's today's edition of the University of Wyoming Today. Hi, Jim Kearns with you. Glad you could join us on today's episode of the University of Wyoming Today. We'll be hearing from one of our students who spent spring break learning about student government at a university in Shanghai, China. A leading entomologist will be talking about what we know about the prospects for an outbreak of grasshoppers in Wyoming this summer. But first, we'll hear about a significant wildlife study that has important implications for the future of Wyoming's mule deer. Last month, wildlife researchers captured and put GPS collars on 90 mule deer to begin a landmark study of the deer migrations over the entire eastern portion of the greater Yellowstone ecosystem. University of Wyoming zoologist Matt Kaufman directs the Wyoming Migration Initiative. He says this study is providing important information about mule deer in five separate herds in one of the state's most important migration corridors. It covers the foothills of the Wind River and Absorca Ranges. Mule deer have been struggling across the West, and that is for a variety of reasons. Drought being one of them, habitat loss being another. And so we know that their migration corridors are one of their key habitats. And so this project um, folds into the mule deer initiative that the Wyoming Game and Fish Department has started. And they're a, they're a collaborator in this project. And, and basically, the goal is to get better habitat information for these migration corridors. And then that information will allow managers uh, you know, to better manage the herd because they will have a better understanding of where they're going and uh, especially where they are in the fall during the hunting season. And also, uh, there's a lot of work targeting uh, habitats for enhancement, especially the stopovers that these animals use along their migration corridors um, can be great places to enhance habitat for mule deer. The Wyoming Game and Fish Department is a partner on this project. Zoologist Matt Kaufman says they're investing a great deal of resources to benefit Wyoming's mule deer population. Those investments are to treat habitats, to you know, in, enhance the forage, to remove barriers to migration, such as uh, by modifying fences. Of course, they're also looking at road mortalities, and they're also looking at how they can better manage the harvest. And all of those activities are made more beneficial for mule deer by having better information on their migration corridors. Wyoming's mule deer population has declined 36% in the last 25 years, and efforts such as this one are helping to restore one of the magnificent animals of Wyoming's wildlands. For a few years now, delegates from the University of Wyoming have visited their counterparts at China's Shanghai Normal University as part of a memorandum of understanding between the two schools. 
This year, for the first time, the UW delegation was comprised entirely of students who interacted with the Chinese university's student government. One of UW's delegates was ASUW Vice President Emily Kaith, a graduate of Powell High School. We are a nonpartisan organization, whereas everything that their student government does is through the lens of the Communist Party. So that was a really interesting uh, difference between us. But when it came down to um, the similarities, we're students and we have similar interests. So they do a lot of programming that's similar to ours um, in terms of getting students involved. Their elections process is similar. Despite the fact that they're related to the Communist Party, it is a democratic election process. And so it's exactly the same actually as the way we elect and campaign and do all of that. So that was a, an interesting similarity, which I didn't expect. But in terms of the interests of students, those were pretty similar across the board. I didn't really expect within a week to make such great friendships with people that I perceived to be so different from myself, when in reality that was the thing I cherished the most walking away from the experience. And ASUW Vice President Emily Kaith says the Chinese students were quite curious about life in Wyoming. They certainly had perceptions of us as cowboys and riding horses to school and things like that, which I don't think is uh, unique to China. I think that there are a lot of people in the United States who also have that perception. But um, they were really interested, especially in our um, access to social media, because some of them had traveled out of the country and experienced Facebook and those other means of connection that we use so frequently but are not allowed in China. So they were really interested to hear about how we use things like Snapchat to get students involved or Facebook posts. Um, and that's such an integral part of our function as a student government in a way that we connect to students. And like many other UW programs for students to go abroad, it gave them a chance to taste the great big world beyond Wyoming's borders. From time to time, Wyoming experiences an explosion of grasshopper populations that can cause severe economic damage to the state's rangelands. University of Wyoming entomologist Alex Lachininski says the last major outbreak was in the summer of 2010 and that grasshoppers are continuously monitored to keep damage at a minimum. We already see a little bit the uh, upsurge of grasshopper numbers. But in terms of timing, it's absolutely critical to treat the infestations when the grasshoppers are still in the young stages, we call them hoppers. The thing is that unfortunately, mostly uh, our landowners, uh, people, they notice the grasshoppers when they start heating their windshields. And that's too late, because the, when the grasshoppers are adults flying, you may certainly kill them, but probably they already have laid eggs in the soil. And next year you again will have the same situation. So it's really crucial to keep an eye on the situation. That's entomologist Alex Lantininski. He says all of the grasshoppers in Wyoming are native species, 
that play an important role in rangeland health. They stimulate plant growth, uh, as you do with your lawnmower. Uh, basically, they mow the grasses and they stimulate uh, uh, growth of rangeland grasses. They also participate very importantly in nutrient cycling, and they are a food for lots of animals. So they are actually a part of uh, healthy uh, prairie ecosystem. However, even during non-outbreak years, it is uh, estimated that they take out, they destroy uh, 25% of grassland vegetation. And even in normal years without an outbreak, economists are estimating that grasshoppers cause a billion dollars in economic losses in 17 western states. Finally, we tip our hats to Linda Johnson in the School of Nursing. She's led 20 brigades of UW College of Health Sciences students and Wyoming healthcare professionals to provide medical and dental care to residents of an isolated rural village in Honduras. For many, it's the only modern medical care they will ever receive. Recognizing Johnson's contributions, the UW International Board of Advisors presented her with the Faculty Award for Internationalization. A well-deserved honor, Linda. I'm Jim Kearns, and that's it for my time. Thanks for yours. That's it for this time. Join us again for the next edition of the University of Wyoming Today. Today.